0: Hello fellow entrepreneur, welcome to the Spiritualpreneur Podcast, your go-to podcast for business coaching with a spiritual twist. I'm your host, Haley Kay, energy healer and intuitive business coach on a mission to get you ridiculously excited about driving your business forward. Being a spiritual business owner brings unique challenges that you probably didn't encounter in the traditional nine to five, selling yourself and your gifts, letting go of control, trusting in the universe and believing in yourself and your inevitable success. You have valuable gifts to share, and I want to help you use them to create the business of your dreams. We're about to embark on a life-changing journey of spirituality, business, and expansion. So let's begin. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Spiritualpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Haley Kay, and today's episode, I'm going to talk about manifestation. So... I'll just to give you a little bit of background, um, I did the Manifestation Babe Academy by Catherine Zankina in January 2021. So the course is 16 weeks long. And um, it's actually where I was first introduced to human design. So if you've been listening to my podcast, you know, I've been interested in human design and she was actually the one that I will give her credit. She was the one that first introduced me to it. So i A lot of what I'm gonna talk about today actually does come from the Manifestation Babe Academy course. So shout out to Catherine Zankina for this this one. Um, And so I have a little story about it that I wanna share before I get into talking about um, manifestation and human design. So back around this time last year, I moved into the house that I'm currently living in. I bought a house with my boyfriend, Ben. And so of course, um, you know, put a little bit of money out. We had to pay the down payment and I was just finished coaching with my coach. And and so I decided, okay, for 2021, I'm going to hold back on any new courses and putting out too much money and I'm going to go back to saving. So that was kind of my plan. And I did my budget in uh, November, 2020. And then I heard this voice tell me, there's another course we want you to take. So I was like, okay, I'll just keep my eyes and ears open and see what happens. And then um, I started following Catherine Zankina about, yeah, November, last last November, 2020. I'm recording this. It's October 2021. So just under a year ago. And then I heard her talking a lot about her signature course, Manifestation Babe Academy. And I listened to her five day challenge and it just everything. It just felt like very aligned for me. Things. Were um, I was listening to her podcast, and I was hearing her talk about it, and it just felt that every time I listened to it, I was intrigued, and in, in the topics she was talking about, and I heard her talk about human design, and so I just had this feeling that something here was important for me. And then she launched, I think it was January 2021, she launched her new program, the Manifestation Babe Academy, and I knew. I knew that was the course back when I was like holding back and wanting to save some money and then the universe showed me this is what we want you to take and I just knew that it was the one for me and I'm so glad I signed up um, because near the end of the course there's two modules on human design and it piqued my interest I was intrigued and it's really gotten me to where I am right now so I'm so grateful grateful for her. I'm grateful to my guides for showing me my next step. And here we are today. So I think the reason why I wanted to tell this story is because growing a business, I would say business and life in general, it's a little bit about having a plan and creating a step strategy. And then it's also about surrendering and letting things fall into place, let's say. And so it's a little bit of strategy and a little bit of manifestation. And so if you listen to um, episode 12, I called it human design and business. And I talk about strategy. And at that time when I recorded that episode, I was really talking about strategy with my audience and, and thinking a lot about it for myself and the importance of having a strategy in your business because I do believe it is important. I think there is a a definite balance between listening to your intuition and following your intuition in your business and manifesting, which is what I'm going to talk about today. But also, you know, having a dream and having a plan and setting goals and and setting um, intentions for what it is you really want to create in this lifetime. So this episode is about the creation, the creation of that and manifesting the things that you need and the resources that will really help take you to where you want to go. So, similar to my episode on strategy, I'm going to talk about three elements of the human design that can help you kind of get clear on your I want to call it manifestation strategy. It's not really that, but it's like cuz you've probably if you're like me, you've probably read the secret, watched the documentary, followed a bunch of manifestation gurus. Um, I actually really like Catherine Zankina. I follow follow her. She's a manifestation expert. And I've heard a lot of people tell you different things about manifestation. There's lots of different manifestation techniques out there. And I've tried some of them. I didn't find some of them work for me. Some of them did. And and really, that's what it's all about. It's ultimately figuring out what works for you. You know, sometimes we see these experts and we try to follow them with their step-by-step plan and it doesn't always pan out for us. And that's one of the reasons I really love human design is because it shows us how we are unique, how our energy is unique, and we can use that to our advantage. So that's what I want to show you guys today is if you look at your human design chart, I'm going to tell you about three elements that will help you kind of, guide you in your manifestation process and what might work for you. Now, I don't want you to listen to this and take it as word, you know, I can only speak from my own experience, but I really want you to just play with this and test it out and see if if these um, ideas that I'm going to give you really work for you. So if this is the first episode you're listening to and you're like, what the heck am I talking about human design? I personally really like uh, my Human Design. Is it my Human Design by Jenna Zoe? So you can just Google Human Design chart. It's free. You put in your birthday, your your birth time and birthplace, and you'll be generated a chart. So if you haven't done that already, pause this, go download your chart so you have it in front of you so you can follow along with what I'm gonna say. And if you do already have it, just pull it up. And I'm gonna be talking about first off the authority. So this is an actual part of it isn't part of the image of the design usually like I like my human design because it's on the side and it'll tell you what your authority is and so I'm going to talk about three very common ones today there's actually a couple different authorities but I'm I am i will from all the charts that I've done these three are the most prominent so if you look at your in my human design on the website you look to the right go scroll down it says my authority. So this is a really important part of manifestation because oftentimes, in general, many of us are taught to listen to external factors, to listen to our parents, then to listen to our teachers, then to follow the instruction of our bosses, you know, we're always being told to to do what other people are telling us to do. The thing is, is the other people don't have the vision and the dreams that you have for yourself. Only you have that, only you know what your vision is and what your big picture is for your life. And so only you can know what those steps are to get there. You can ask for help, you can ask for guidance, you can follow experts and implement some of the things they teach you and it might work for you and it might be that's what you need. However, if if there's something you want, following someone else's strategy to the T might not be the best methodology for you and so that's why in this i really want to teach you this so you can use this in tandem with your strategy so the authority think of the word authority it's the author and what you really want to be is the author of your life you want to be the authority figure in your life that's not to say you can't help other people and sometimes do them if it feels aligned for you to do the things that they tell you to do You know, sometimes we do have to follow along with our our boss's strategy at work to get our job done. However, in life, in making decisions about you and your life, you are the author, so you are the authority. So I really like to look at the authority in human design to help making decisions in alignment with and in alignment with your vision so that you can create the manifestations that you really want that are meant for you. So the first one I want to talk about is actually mine. I have the emotional authority. So this one's fairly common I've seen amongst people. Having an emotional authority is following along with your emotions. I think what really helped me was Abraham Hicks when they taught me about the emotional scale. If you've never heard of it, I highly recommend Googling it or reading Ask and it is Given by Abraham Hicks. That book really changed how I viewed my own emotion and how helpful... Listening to and understanding my emotional state has helped me make decisions. So for example, if I'm trying to choose between um, creating a podcast episode, for example, or going live, I use my emotions for that. Do I, does it feel good? Do I feel angry about it? Do I feel excited? You know, Um, there was a while I was following one of my coaches who Does five day challenges. And so, you know, it's common for us to look at people we really admire and people we want to be like and think, well, it works for them. Maybe it'll work for me. So I tried to implement the five day challenge and I hated it. I felt frustrated. It wasn't working. It wasn't in alignment with me. And now, after going through that, so I'm saying this because, of course, if you want to try it out, And then notice what comes up for you. If if you have an emotional authority, how do you feel? Does it feel good to do it? Does it not? Those are all clues that are helping you go on your path. And the more you can get in alignment and do the things that feel good, the more you're going to create the flow and the energy. And then those manifestations are just going to flow to you. So emotional authority, an important part of that emotional authority is to make sure you're really clear on your emotions. If your emotions feel like foggy or you're not really sure, and if you're kind of going back and forth a lot, that's an important time to to take a step back and and find some strategy that works for you to help you clear your emotions. So there's a bunch I recommend. Um, If you book a human design session with me, we can definitely talk it out about what would work for you. For me, because I have an open throat chakra, I can get really muddled um, from other people's like thoughts and words. And so writing and journaling helps me. That doesn't mean, I was just talking to someone today, doesn't mean journaling is necessarily going to be your best approach. Someone I was talking to today, she said painting helps her get really emotionally clear. And so that might be yours. You might need to sit down and paint and to, to help you get emotionally clear before you make decisions. And once you get better and better at it, At getting clear on your emotions versus maybe if you pick up emotion from other people, you really want to learn and understand what's yours versus the energy from someone else. It becomes a lot quicker and easier. So it, to be honest with you, it took me a lot of time. I was often muddling my emotions with other people. And also because I have an open splenic center, I was very often picking up other people's fears. And making decisions based on other people's fears instead of listening to my own authority and doing things that felt good and in alignment with me. Um, and you can always ask for guidance, you know, if you're like, I'm feeling emotionally unclear, show me a sign, help me, what do I need to do next? What would feel good right now? You can always ask those questions and ask for guidance to help you clear your emotions. And then you can make decision from there. Um, another authority that I see a lot is what's called the sacral authority, and this is about listening to your gut. Like really important to listen to that yes or no feeling, and and learning to tap into that. Uh, I think I first learned about this from Martha Beck, her book Finding Your Your True true north star I hope I didn't butcher the title I love the book I've read it multiple times (laughs) but it's about finding your north star and she teaches people to um here's a really simple way I can explain this so think about a food that you really don't like for example so for me I'm really not a huge fan of kale I know how healthy it is for you but kale not really doesn't really do it for me but then if I think about a food that I really really like like pizza for example and Think about, okay, how do I feel when I think about eating kale and then how do I feel when I think about eating pizza a little lighter? So that's just like a simple example that you can use to test out this um, decision making. And you can do it i highly recommend practicing it and doing it with small things like food or clothes you know at the in the morning opening your closet and, do i want to wear this yes or no do i want to wear this yes or no these little decisions that we make throughout the day it's really good to practice that sacral authority feeling to see what feels good and what feels and what doesn't and then you can practice with that and see kind of what the outcome is. So if you make a decision based on something feeling good, what was the outcome of that? If you make a decision based on something that doesn't feel so good, what becomes of that? And then I I even recommend keeping note of it, you know, so you can really get into the practice of it and see what it feels like. Because ultimately for you, if you have a sacral authority, it's gonna get really, really easy to just make those snap decisions if you're someone who likes to get things done and or if you're a generator and you have a sacral authority, that's awesome because as you're doing things and you're doing what lights you up and you keep asking yourself, yes or no, yes or no, yes or no. Um, okay, and then the third one that I wanted to mention, third, is because like I said, these three are pretty common and this one's the splenic authority. I've seen when I, the people I've seen who have splenic authority are often projectors. I don't think that's always the case because I've also seen projectors with sacral and emotional authority, but splenic is this like deep intuitive knowing. You really have to learn how to listen to that inner voice. And sometimes it's going to really take you to be silent and by yourself to really hear it because you could it could be being clouded and drowned out by people around you. So if you have the splenic authority, find ways to um, feel safe because fear is really fear. And this goes for everyone. Fear blocks intuition. Fear blocks that inner knowing. If you're afraid and you're making decisions out of fear, you're not going to be making decisions in alignment and therefore not going to be able to make decisions that will help bring about your manifestation. So a so everyone but especially if you have the splenic authority finding ways that help you to feel safe if this that if that means like withdrawing and going into a meditative state or um for me like taking a shower because that warm water feels good and just like clear that will help to clear your energy anything like that to help you really come back to who you are and make that decision from within is so important So that was authority, so looking at your authority. And then the next two elements I want to look at are the arrows. So in uh, the episode where I talk about strategy, I talk about the two top arrows. So if you haven't listened to that episode yet, you can go back and listen to it after this. And and you can really use these two episodes in in tandem, like I was saying, like with your strategy. And you're manifesting and use that to create like your overall plan moving forward for your business so i talked about the two top arrows in that that episode on strategy and today i'm talking about the two bottom arrows so the bottom left arrow so looking at so if you look at your chart and you see the arrows and you look at the left and there's a bottom arrow if that arrow is facing to the left this means you're an active manifester. And again, I'm going to shout out to Catherine Zankina for teaching me all this stuff. <laughs> and, and I just say that because I know different um, people who are analyzing human design will explain these arrows differently, but I really love how she uses these arrows to explain manifestation because this was something that did elude me for a long time. And once I saw this and applied it to my, my own life, I could really see the difference so we're talking about manifestation so the difference between an active manifester and if the arrows pointing right you're a passive manifester so pointing left active pointing right passive so for me I'm a passive my arrows pointing to the right I'm a passive manifester so what does this mean An active manifester is someone who really enjoys being part of the manifestation process. So I've seen a lot of manifestation gurus who are likely active manifestors who tell you, you know, wake up every morning and focus on your vision, write out your mantras 55 times um, and, and all of these like very cool and probably really beneficial practices But when I went to try to do them, I was just like, I don't like this at all. (laughs) I don't want to do this. Does this mean I'm not manifest? Does this mean I'm not a good manifester if I don't want to take all these actions, you know? But actually, it was because I'm a passive manifester. So if you're an active manifester, it might be that you enjoy visualizations. You enjoy writing out your uh, mantras every day. You enjoy creating that vision board and looking at that vision board and being really a part of the manifestation process with the universe. It's a co-creation with the universe. And so, yeah, for me, when I was always listening to manifestation experts and hearing all this stuff, and I was like, oh my gosh, does this mean I'm not a good manifester because I'm not doing all these practices? Then I learned, no, actually, I'm a passive manifester. So what does that mean? A passive manifester is someone who is more um, I don't want to say taking a back seat because I believe we're all the drivers of our creation, but someone who's more about allowing the universe to kind of step in. I This one actually requires a lot of trust because we're always asking, okay? This is what I've learned from Abraham Hicks because... I used to think like, oh no, if I don't put in my order to the universe, it's not gonna know what I'm doing. I, you may have heard people say that before. If the if the universe doesn't know what you want, then you know it, you're not gonna get it. And that's not really actually true because you're always creating. You're always asking for what you want. What it means is if you're not in alignment with yourself, not if you're not clear mentally but if you're not clear energetically then you're going to be sending out a a crazy signal to the universe because it's not actually what you think about although thinking about things you want helps with the manifestation process but it's really being in the energy that will help you create what you want so for example people always say they want to manifest money right i want to manifest money i want to manifest more money And then they come at this idea of money from their brain and think using their brain, like thinking that they have to, and then they create the story. So I know for me growing up, it was like, if you want money, you have to work really hard, right? We've probably a lot of you have heard that too. How does that feel in your body when you think that? That's the energy that you're creating from. So if you're thinking, I need to work really hard and get money, that feels not good. So that's the energy that you're preventing the ideas that are going to flow to help you make the money because you're in that energy of feeling afraid or feeling tired or feeling like because you put too much on your shoulders, you're automatically feeling that way. If that makes sense. So you have to remember that. As a passive manifester, it's so, so important to be in touch with your feelings and in with your body and really getting into your body and really feeling into the energy because that's the energy you're going to attract from and create more from. So trusting that the universe knows, you can still think about what you want. And actually, that's what I mean when I say thinking about what you want actually is a really good exercise because that's going to help you feel. It's really more about the feeling. So I used to get overwhelmed trying to like um, think about every single thing I wanted because that's not really the point. Instead, it's just thinking about the overall and that feeling you want to be in. So if you want to feel more freedom, let's say you're feeling kind of Like you have a lot of things on your plate and you're doing a lot. That might be because you created that energy because you believed you needed to do a lot of things. So you're creating that in your reality and bringing more of that to you when really you want stuff off your plate. So feel what it feels like to have stuff off your plate. Feel what it feels like. I feel it right now as I'm talking about it. I just feel more relaxed. I feel like things are flowing. I feel like everything's coming easy. I feel like I have it under control and that calm kind of comfortable feeling is what you want to start creating from. And so Abraham Hicks teaches start that at the beginning of the day. Start. So if you're an active manifester, do those active actions that feel really good to you at the beginning of the day. And if you're a passive manifester, remember to set some time in the morning to set the tone AKA set the energy that you want to flow into the rest of the day and even into the rest of the week. Like sometimes if I do this Monday morning and do my meditation on Monday and pull my tarot cards and feeling really good Monday, oftentimes that can flow right on through the week. You get to decide you're the creator, you're the manifester. So those are, try those out and see, you can see, are you active? Are you Passive and try those out and see which one works better for you. I'd love to I'd love to know you can DM me or send me a message and for the last of the three elements. I'm gonna talk about the bottom right arrow So we are talking about the bottom left now We're going to talk about the bottom right arrow. So if the bottom right arrow is facing to the left you are what we call a specific Manifester, And if it's pointing to the right, you're a non-specific manifestor. So um, how that difference differs from the other arrow before we were talking about active versus passive. Now we're talking about specific, non-specific. So what I was saying before being active, if you're an active and a specific manifestor, you might enjoy, you know, creating really specific and detailed vision boards. You might like thinking about every single little detail of your dream home. You might like planning your dream vacation down to the dollar, down to the very last travel itinerary detail knowing exactly what you're going to do minute, minute by minute. If you are a active non-specific manifester, you might like To do all the things I just suggested, but maybe not in the same level of detail. Like maybe you don't like thinking about the details, you just like to think about the overall picture, but you like to think about it a lot. So when you think about your dream vacation, maybe you like thinking about the beach, but when you visualize, you just want to think about the feeling of being on the beach. You like to Think about the surroundings and just the feeling and being in it and and you don't need to think about exactly what your chair is going to look like or exactly what time you're going to eat dinner and those kinds of things so active non-specific and then if you're a passive manifester what i was talking about with passive before and that's me being passive a little bit more trusting in what the universe is bringing you you know that's really important to make sure you have that overall vision and then being specific, however, because you're a little more trusting, you may still have very specific details in your vision. You may want to think about exactly what it is you want. You may know that I've known people who are like, by the time I'm 30, I'm going to be married and have a house. By the time I'm 40, I'm going to have my career at this point in my life, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Maybe they don't know exactly. Every single detail about what that's going to look like. But they're very active. Sorry, I'm talking about passive. They're very passive in letting it play out and the manifestation process play out, but they're very specific in what it is they want. They're subtle nuances, these little differences. eh? And then For me, this is what I am. Both of my arrows on the bottom are facing the right. So I am both a passive and non-specific manifester. And when I learned this, it was so enlightening and eye opening to me because I, like I said before, I don't like thinking about the details. I don't particularly get excited about doing a vision board or writing out my mantras a hundred times. So But does that mean I'm not a good manifester? No, because, and I used to think that, I was like, oh, I'm not getting my manifestations because I'm not doing all these things. But when I thought about doing them, I felt overwhelmed, which I knew wasn't in line. So this was a tricky one. So this is me. So maybe this is why I meant to explain it. How I see myself being a passive, non-specific manifester is it really helps me to have big goals, to have big visions, and to allow the universe to take me step by step. So the example that I'm thinking of is I always knew I wanted a university degree. I can't tell you specifically when I decided that, but I just knew something about I liked school, um, and I saw it on TV probably. Um, Both my parents went to college, so they never really pushed me to want to... Go to college, they said education was important, um, but it wasn't like a really big thing. But for some reason, I knew I just knew that was something that was important to me, and I held that big picture of vision. And so, each step along the way, whether I knew it was leading me towards it or not, I took those action steps and eventually got into university, kept taking the action steps, and eventually graduated, and then felt like You know, I met that goal that I wanted, that big picture vision, even though I didn't really necessarily know specifically what my degree was going to be. I didn't know specifically (laughs) what it was going to lead me to, but I knew it was something that was important for me. And that's kind of like my business, too, and that's how I manifest in my business. I kind of get these big ideas, the things that I want to do. I see other people and what they're doing, Um, for example, even just this podcast, I I found coaches and joined programs after listening to their podcast. So I knew it was an important thing, something that I could do that would help me grow my business. And so I had this kind of big picture vision about what I wanted my podcast to look like. But when I thought about the specific episodes I was gonna do or who I was gonna interview, thinking about all those details up front just overwhelmed me. And those and when you're feeling overwhelmed, that's a that's an opportunity to take a step back and ask yourself. Okay, how can I feel better about this? What's going to get me excited? And for me, being a passive, non-specific manifester, it's just holding the vision and and trusting, trusting such a big part of it and allowing those steps to come through. So with that, I hope that helped you get a little bit of a clearer picture on your manifestation process. I'm probably going to talk about manifestation more in upcoming episodes, but I really loved how the human design tied in with this concept and I wanted to share it with you and I would love to hear from you so let me know what you think let me know if this helped at all and I will see you in the next episode thank you for listening if you'd like to learn more about today's guests you can find their links and contact information in the show notes below You can also find me, Haley K., on Instagram at Haley K. Coaching or grab your copy of the Spiritualpreneur Planner and sign up for my email list where you'll be kept in the know on upcoming episodes, exciting events, and bonus resources to help you grow your spiritual business. Did you love this episode? Please be sure to like, subscribe, and write a review so we can spread this information to more spiritualpreneurs like you. See you next time!